Hello, mothers. I'm Heather with McLean Mindset. This is my co-host. I'm Bree. I'm a mother of one. We're here with the mother's tea. <laughs> we are here to spill all the news, talk about all the things with being a mom, make it fun, a little comical. We're both pretty inappropriate um, and can't wait to start this podcast and see where it takes us or where she, you know, probably to the trash with this one involved. Okay, all but right. But anyways. <laughs> we'll be there together. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourself, co-host. So I have a new baby, a nine-month-old, okay, almost that's not new. old New to me. Oh, my gosh. I mean, this is what we're going to deal with. Scars aren't even healed, so. Scar- well, you never Scars know. on your heart? Both. <laughs> scars on my mind from how stupid you are. <laughs> just kidding. I needed a lot of help. This one <laughs> came in clutch. <laughs> Listen. No, but really. It was hard. Do you have a boy? Do you have a girl? No I have one a girl. knows. The world wants to know. I have a girl. Her name is Augustine. Um, and I never wanted kids. Not for a really long time. No. Bree used to say Ooh. forever she wants no kids. I'll never have kids. I don't want it. God doesn't have that for me. No thanks. Ooh, they smell bad. And yeah. literally, um, she was a terrible nanny for me. She tried <laughs> well. and she was awful. The first time she nannied, we go to eat at On the Border, and we order, and she just orders first, and she orders a margarita. I'm confused. I forgot I was nannying. That's, I mean, I wasn't feeding I know Lori didn't raise you that way. <laughs> well, Anyways, always had to have a drink in hand. So we just knew, and then that means she's probably going to have about 15 kids. She's just starting a little later in life, but that's okay. Yeah, but it was the right time, right season for me, and I couldn't be more grateful. No, and no. you've, um, I wouldn't say excelled as a mom, but you've definitely yeah. taken the leap. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of us, we're, le- we're both leaping together, you know, leaps and I mean, <laughs> no, Bree's an amazing mom and has done such a good job with Augie. I will say um, it has been very comical dealing with her as pregnancy and mom and all the things uh unknowingly being one of my first McLean mindset clients uh because I was there from the very beginning I mean let's talk through that yeah um I couldn't believe that I was pregnant when I was pregnant definitely called you facetimed you and was like uh what does this two lines mean (laughs) because I'm freaking out but uh yeah you were you were there from the beginning Definitely. I think there was lots of questions that I had. Obviously, I had lots of questions, yeah. even, you know, knowing things about everybody having babies. Um, ten weeks, you know, pregnant ten weeks. Um, started bleeding, and I was like, okay, this is the end. Like, this is the end of my pregnancy. What do I do? Freaking out. And really, it was just, like, dehydration, not eating, like, stress, just all the normal things. Um, so that was super helpful. Throwing a little constipation. Let's be real. Everybody yeah, poops, oh, but not when you're pregnant. Yeah, <laughs> no. And that was super helpful, having you there just to ease my mind that like okay you're just starting out lots of things lots of changes that's all gonna happen and you're fine so Brie um likes to pretend like she's an (laughs) all-natural holistic straws save the sea but literally has a Costco package of straws in her pantry they're paper so she chose (laughs) to go with um Carrie Brockery who's an amazing midwife here in Wichita Falls and that was great because I know Carrie from working with her previously and so I got to go to some of Bree's OB appointments with her whenever her husband was out of town working and uh, Carrie and I would always wink at each other when we knew it was time for a CPS referral but no I'm just (laughs) kidding but it was really cool to get to be there and then help 
translate and educate what it means because Bree's a registered nurse and you wouldn't know it but she really is and she's very smart but when you're a mom and you're going through that you're not a nurse no you're a mom it goes out the window pregnancy yeah all that education goes out there and you shouldn't have to be one you shouldn't be treated like that everybody should be treated as if they know nothing because each pregnancy is completely different every single time it's going to be completely different um, unless you're just one of those unicorn pregnant women that that's awesome for you and they're all the same and you know what to expect that's wonderful but not, not <laughs> yeah. no and I have four children and it wasn't like that with me they were all completely different so um, there was highs and lows there was yep. uh, bleeding and we got through that there yep. was a lot of pain and you know Brie we went to triage together yep. and everything was okay and she needed that belly band she just didn't want to believe me no um that and being dehydrated but it yeah. was helpful knowing that i had you there and like you know when you you don't want to go to facebook you don't want to go to you know everybody tells you oh just wait you it's don't want to go worse. to facebook Oh no, I'm Sorry, the queen of fa- I'm the queen of Facebook questions. No. But you know, you don't want to go to Google. You don't want to go to the people that are going to be like, "Oh, it's the worst of the worst. The worst is yet oh. to come." No, you want to go to somebody that's comforting and not judgmental. So, having you there was just kind of like, "Okay, this is a dumb question." I mean, no questions are dumb, no. but no none. Are dumb. But you still think you don't want to be judged, and so it was no. pretty good to like have you there and be like, "Okay, I'm having a lot of pressure," and you're like, "Okay, constipation. Let's you know start drinking stool softeners things like that so it was pretty helpful and then growing and your body changes so much and it's so hard to be like is this just me being silly am I feeling this is this normal change and so your um, midwife your OB they want to be there for you for every step of the way that is the number one resource that you have that is always going to be the route that you go to but they are serving so many just in our community alone and they want to be there for you for all the things but don't always get the opportunity and the quickness that you need and so um, I personally feel like I have great relationships with all of them and on the same page of never overstepping um, scope of practice but again I am a registered nurse so there is certain assessment things there and experience and so um, it was great to to grow with Brie and see that this was what I wanted to do and kind of use this as is this this is such a need for this if my very good friend has this need and she's a registered nurse then how many other moms have these questions and these little needs here and there but they're too nervous to ask and we all know that we get nervous when we go to the doctor we love our doctors we want to go see them every month and then you get there and you're like oh no everything's good no I'm okay and then you leave and you're like are you kidding me I I just left and I didn't even ask anything why didn't I ask this or you remember something or the fear of the unknown and then you're like I want to ask somebody that I'm comfortable with I like them but we're not really friends family yes let me find somebody else and you just don't want to have somebody that's going to be like oh god you're already asking that it's day one or you know week 12 yes. and you're asking no no so it's or comforting. it's your second or third kid and they're talking to you like you know everything and you're like well I can't say I don't know what you're talking about I don't yeah, even I know what kids. that means what do you mean BM oh bowel yeah. movement okay but you go to your car and you google like stay off of google that's yeah. you know your physicians worked hard to get the education that they have we all worked hard to get the education that we have. We all have a specialty, so Google is a great tool for recipes and all kinds of things, but not for mm-hmm. medical advice. Um, so this one, that took a lot. And then when you had Augie and you went up to labor and delivery and I got to be there for all of yes. that. And Brie wasn't sure how she wanted a delivery. And so I think that that was probably the hardest thing for you. Yeah. Um, 
was going in thinking that you were going to deliver vaginally and mm -hmm. then it having to switch to a c-section for the health and safety of the baby and you and then yeah. but you, you know, just being there you yeah. know through the entire process of labor like why are we doing this what is this meant for what happens you know obviously I'm a worst case scenario person I want to know the worst try to hope for the best but just having you there bedside made it really easy to like okay calm my nerves even when it was like okay I'm gonna go get lunch I'll be back you know just knowing that we were kind of like in that flow and had that mm -hmm. schedule and I knew that you were there for all the questions because the nurses are 90 miles an hour they think you know everything you're a first time mom you're not thinking straight I can't tell you half the things I probably said or did there but knowing that I had that one support person outside of like my husband or my family or people that are kind of more obligated to like okay this is yeah. my wife I have to be nice I need somebody to be real and honest and raw in that moment yes. so that we could get to you know the end result and the nurses um, I'm gonna speak on behalf of nurses as Brie will agree to this they want to be in that room with you almost the whole time they want to do every yes. single thing for you they um, want to educate and spend that time and they love building relationships with you your all of your mother baby team that's what they want they just don't always get the opportunity because there's so many patients and we know that we know that that is how it is and Brie had a building relationship with you your all of your mother baby team that's what they want they just don't always get the opportunity because there's so many patients and we know that we know that that is how it is and Brie had an amazing care team taking care of her and I loved um, having working with them for a few years and having those relationships with them that I got to be there and it was it was a really good experience but yeah. I will say it was mentally hard on Brie. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think that that's something, you know, to kind of touch on, maybe not fully, but I think to go in and say yeah. that how that and I mean, going I, and thinking you were going to have a vaginal delivery to having a C-section, how that mentally took a toll on you. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely not what I wanted. It was heartbreaking. I felt like I felt as a mother. And even working there, knowing majority of my care team, I mean... They want to take care of every patient, but, you know, they have a job to do as well. And so it was mentally taxing and knowing that I had, you know, Heather there by my side to just kind of guide me through all of that, especially since it wasn't what I planned, just made it come full circle. Because, you know, you know, I knew them, I was comfortable with them, but they're there to do their job and to have a healthy delivery, et cetera. So it was like Heather was more there for, like, my peace of mind, like my calm in the storm and, like, you know, this isn't what you wanted, but this is where God take, took us and is taking us, and we're all going to get through it together. And, and you weren't a failure. You were yeah. so oh, far yeah. from being a yeah. failure. Well, now I know and, that. But. but it took a little bit. Oh, yeah. It took a yeah. while after like, Augie. Ugh. I know whenever I came to the house to help you take care of Augie, that um, you didn't need help with Augie. You did an amazing job with her. But mentally, you were so distracted mm -hmm. with the fear of saying out loud, I think, that I you failed yeah. because I didn't deliver her vaginally like I thought I was supposed to. Yeah. And then there's that shame, right, yeah. that's associated with saying, yes. I feel sad after I have a baby and why. Yeah. And, you it's know, like wanting a boy and having a girl, but, you, don't, you know, you're like, this is, I never wanted this, now I do, this is my plan, it's going to go planned and you know it never does with me especially but you want it and then you're like well damn yeah I didn't go as planned mm -hmm. and I think the only thing that really goes planned in your life is your card getting declined okay <laughs> that does happen a lot and you know what it's at this point it's expected but <laughs> that's your motto you know, for life decline. Yeah, decline. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but you know it 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 was a beautiful chaotic mess and 
I don't was. think if I went back, I would have wanted it to go the way I planned it because now it's just, but it is that, you know, having that and admitting that you're like, okay, I feel like I failed. I feel like this. I need to reach out and then not actually wanting to say it when had I have said it from the beginning, it could have been like, let's address it. Right. You did fine. Let's yes. move past it and look at Augustine. She's perfect. And me, I'm Alexa no. Pro Larry. I need Alexa Pro um, <laughs> after each delivery. I needed it uh, prior to my fourth child. After every Hallmark uh, show. <laughs> I mean, the every commercial, milestone my kids commercials need. about pets. I mean, the list can go on. The girl needs I it. I need it. Brie needed it as yes. a friend. Yeah. And um, I knew she needed it or needed some kind of intervention. And a lot of people are too scared to say anything or they just want to say, well, they're just tired from the baby. But when you have a friend who's always the light and fun and you they're being that. quieter and their anxiety is a little bit higher. With Brie, it didn't present in the same ways it would for some. She didn't need help taking care of the baby. She didn't overstress about that stuff. But it was little things. And I'm like, hey, you're, you're not okay yeah, right now. I want you to reach out to Carrie. And I helped write a text. And at the end of it, you never started medication. No, I didn't. Because that isn't for everybody. And that's okay. There's always other routes. But that open communication and feeling that comfort yeah. is what's most important. And I re I mean, obviously I reached out because I spoke to you. You know, you guys kind of checked me and needed to be checked. I reached out, got the medicine I needed. I still have it. And Carrie and I are very close. And she's always like, you need it, start it. You have it. You right. have my permission, whatever. I have it. But I think I eventually found little outlets mm -hmm. and talking to you guys, venting. It's like my favorite thing to do. I'm like a damn air conditioning unit. I, I need to vent all the time. I told her she's the, the venom hood at Samurai Tokyo. Good <laughs> but, Lord. But I mean, I have it if I need it and I found other outlets. And so do I still probably need it? Yes. Can I benefit from taking it? Probably, absolutely. But I just, right now, it's just, I don't know, not in the cards for me. Well, and with life coaching, you're going to get it. You know what okay. I'm saying? No, I'm just I kidding. feel like you're my daily Lexapro, so I'm like, <laughs> I have you, I have that in case you go on vacation. You know, I have everything I need. I'm not going on vacation with you. Oh, okay. I don't right. get paid to do that. I can you nanny. Know what I mean? You can nanny. Yeah. Where's your kid right now? You don't even have her. You don't even know where she is. You know what? Somebody's nannying her, hopefully with a <laughs> margarine in their hand. You know what I mean? But. Oh, man. It was good to reach out and to have that or have somebody be like, hey, you're not okay and we, we recognize mm -hmm. that, you know, let's get you help so that you have it just in case you have that mental break or that snap. And, you know, big life events, anything, a baby, anything can cause any, we're all just one big life event away from needing Lexapro or needing help or needing to vent or whatever. So it was good that y'all kind of, I guess, checked me essentially and made me realize, yeah. And it's really right. hard. Your body, you spend nine months you go to your doctor once a month. And so those are milestones each month. How you're changing, mm -hmm. how your body's growing, developing this new life, and then you have the baby. And then you go to the doctor once, maybe twice postpartum, yeah. and then that's it mm -hmm. until you have your next child typically. And so that's really hard because now you have this whole new identity, this whole new title, yes. and whether that's a new title for being a new mom or now you have a family of five, six, seven, it just depends. But, and it's like, you have to figure it out. Yeah, the new wears off and then you're like, oh shit, now what do I do? Because I'm actually a mom and I'm responsible for a yeah. human being or another human being, you know, somebody else's life. So now, 
And now you just start evaluating right. yourself all the time. I'm not good enough. I'm not doing this right. I'm not doing that right. And it's like you are. You know, I used to tell yeah. my postpartum patients all the time, you know, you're the best mom because it's not like they were like, Phew, my other mom knew how to help hold me way better than you do. They have no clue. That's the glory of getting to be the first time. Yeah. And setting that tone and loving them and just doing the best that you can, but also using resources to get the help that you yeah. need because we have all this um, training. You know, we go our whole lives and we go to school and then we graduate and we go to college or we go to a trade school or we get a certification in something and you get training for that. And then you go to your job and you get on the job training and you get on board, onboarded appropriately. If you don't, I feel sorry for you. You need a new job. But, um, <laughs> and then it's like you parents yeah. and you get married and there's no training for that. You just do it. Here's your baby. Figure yeah. it out. And it's so crazy because that's, we're raising the future and it's like we yeah. need more training with that we need more help and we need to voice that and not feel shame in it whatsoever and I'm like the Christopher Columbus I need all the navigation I got married had a kid all within like a year and a half and so like you did that I'm was a going lot to you change. for everything a lot I mean, of people do that it's a, a lot, lot on a marriage yeah. on a relationship we have a baby in it I mean it changes everything yeah and I mean if I didn't I think if I didn't have you by my side to like little questions my marriage is about to end. What do I do? I mean, it's not really about to end, but like, there's just little things that you, you know, just need everything or like, yes. yeah, you just need that reassurance and like, you would have been fine. You didn't need me for everything, but I think your minutes would have yeah. run out on your phone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this text message did not go through. This is an automated message, but seriously, you Subscriber know, denied. <laughs> seriously, but if I didn't have you as like kind of that, you know, mentor in life for me through all these situations, I mean, you've been married, you have four kids, so it kind of just really was like my saving grace and still is because I still and it was just as beneficial for me I absolutely love it yes. it's my favorite thing to do in the whole world um I I look forward to this podcast yeah. with you I look forward to having guests on here we're gonna go through all the parts of being a mom give the tea spill it sizzle yeah. it dilute sip it, it sip it whatever we gotta do spill we're doing it for it. sure we oh know. it's gonna be spilled <laughs> on us on the table for the world everything <laughs> It's going to be spilled. It'll Bring an fun. extra shirt. I'm going to have a spray bottle to spray her when she's on my nerves. The teacups will be solo cups. We're not responsible for <laughs> I breaking. I will not. I'll put polka dots on it. Right, anyway. play S for case spade. <laughs> we'll make it look fancy. Okay. We'll get koozies. <laughs> like your Michael Kors purse that the MK ran off in the rain because it was made out of Sharpie. Listen. Embarrassing. Anyways. You got to do what you got to do. That's another story. It's another <laughs> it's day. It's a season of life. We made it through. The purse, not so much. Not so much. Mm -mm. Like our chocolate chains. Okay. All right. They're real. <laughs> oh. Well, thanks for listening. We hope that this was um, as fun for y'all to listen to and that you got something from it. And look forward to more. Yeah. Hopefully. There'll be more to come. <laughs> So we have a, uh, there's a McLean Mindset TikTok, there's an Instagram, there's a Facebook. You guys go ahead and like those, comment what you want to see from us. Um, we'll post to all of that, you know, every couple weeks when we do a podcast. Any co-host suggestions, we know that we're going to have uh, Jordan McLean on one, probably Annie and Max, a little nerve-wracking for Bree to help uh, do an interview with them. <laughs> but uh, we look forward and we want feedback. We want to know what you want to know the most. If you don't want to put it on a comment anonymously, send me a message. We'll get it on there. We don't have to have it broadcasted yeah. on who wants it, but we're so pumped for this. So thank you so much for watching.